we all have moments where we feel insecure. Without awareness, those moments of insecurity shape so much of our lives. Hi, I'm Chris McAllister, and I founded SightShift to help people like you and me, leaders and coaches, use the moments they feel insecure to transform their identity, their teams, and their culture. Listen in as I interview people around what it means to be the kind of leader who uses these moments to transform themselves. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome to the podcast new format. Get to introduce you to people I love, my friends. Ryan Magada in the house today. Ryan, so glad you could come. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Has the, probably the coolest name business ever. So tell us just brief introduction here, what you do, and uh, can't wait for people to hear about it. And I'll share some personal stuff in a sec. I run a branding agency in Columbus called Brave Little Beast. I've been branding companies uh, here in Columbus for the past 12 years. And really, like our specialty is just helping brands find their magic. And so we do that through design, strategy, and marketing, help all sorts of businesses. We really kind of, you know, have niche found a niche, not niche down because we still help people outside of this, but service-based businesses are our jam. Uh, and we've really found a process and a way to guide them from idea to, to actually launching and, and going to market. Have I, the, the craziest thing is like, the repeated story of people who are unfulfilled in a really high paying corporate job who have always had an idea and then through a conversation they're like i'm gonna i'm gonna launch out i'm gonna step out and and do this but i have no idea what i'm doing and i've helped had the pleasure of walking um, a handful of people through those transitions from high up positions, whether it's Ohio Health or Battelle or any of those out to do their own thing and watching them be really fulfilled has been awesome. Dude, I love it. I love it. Brave little beast. Tell us the name of the workshop that you do, the intro workshop where you kind of like break it all down for people. And then I want to tell people about it and how powerful it is up until last year it was beast school uh and so like really had a hard time one saying it and then everybody would say b school and i'm like oh my god so we actually switched it to the brand magic workshop yeah it's it's really like i guess you could say my life's work at this point so um we perform these six hour workshops i have had people who have gone through story brand go through this and go blew it out of the water like absolutely they have the clarity that they couldn't get through other processes it's the process is so tight now and the exercises are so tight that people can't believe that six hours you can get that much clarity so that's been i mean 
been pretty fun to, I, I think I've done it for 120 businesses now at this point, which yeah. is just, yeah, it's like when I look back at all of like the clients who've gone through it and the testimonials and then check back with them and they're like, still resonates. They go, they use the document all the time to gut check, to, to move forward. So, yeah. That's awesome. It's fun to me uh, when we do the video, when we put the video out for the podcast, people are going to see how relaxed I am because I almost spilled some drink on myself <laughs> right when you were sharing. And, and what's fun to me is like how, you know, I just get into the flow with you and I want people to hear about it. I'm excited. I, usually I would ask that at the end, right? <laughs> Let them get to know Ryan, know him as a person and they're interested and they want to know, but I'm like jumping right in. So, so apologies on that because for me, you know, I have been so impacted. I mean, it's 12 years ago, right? Sitting at a Starbucks, we met and I've watched you do what so many people don't. And that is lock in at the next level of cruising, cruising altitude, and then reinvent to the next and reinvent to the next. And I think it's a, it's a way that we've stayed close and connected because like the things that I'm stretching into new thoughts, consciousness, whatever. And then you're like right there. Uh, so, so excited. Always the parallel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, for sure. For sure. Where right now do you feel like life or business, wherever your heart or mind goes the most that you, you go, man, I feel like there's some momentum here and I'm loving that. It may be what you've already spoke to with the business and where are you challenged? I think right now, like uh, the area where I really feel like I'm winning, like as an agency, I feel like we're really hitting stride with the size of projects. Now we're on track to have our first like half million dollar year. And so for me, when I first started out, Brave Little Beast is like my, my third evolution of a business but six years ago i started brave little beast and only wanted to be like a solopreneur i was like i don't want a team i don't want to do anything it's just gonna be me and like it's just kind of grown organically and found some i found some amazing people along the way adam nick and really like that to me kind of blows my mind like when i look at those numbers i'm like really like this was just like me sitting in a coffee shop i worked out a mission coffee and one line and all those and so i feel like that is huge like that revenue goal for us is huge our systems are tight our processes are tight and we're able to sell them for you know a fair value uh there so that and like really like where I'm kind of like I'm feeling lagging right now and it was even just through COVID it was just like health stuff like it's like it's not even like necessarily business related like I just kind of let it go like I had lost a bunch of weight before COVID and then like just through the depression of just being locked in my room for like how like however many months just lost sight of like exercising paying attention like how is my mind doing how's my body doing how's my soul doing like all of those things and so just trying to find that again um and in trying to get that back on track because i mean that's like 
that is everything you pivot from your health you're able to do good work because of your health and if you're not taking care of that so that's kind of the area where like right now i'm just like ugh, i'm i'm struggling with it i just had the nastiest so i love have you ever had agape like, the love um, of the Lord. The, the, there's a new, <laughs> no, not good Lord. <laughs> no, but my so Agape is a Mediter- Mediterranean place, and the other day we did have a DoorDash deliver, and his name was Jesus, and I took all sorts of screenshots, and it was like, it was like all about being delivered by Jesus. Your your door album's like this is money. Um, but I had like, I love agape. Like, we'll, so we'll order that um, a couple times a month at the office. And like, I'm in this space now where I'm trying to get back on track with stuff. And I was complaining about my lunch because it was like, I know how good agape can be when you just load it with the spicy feta and all the crazy stuff. And I'm like sitting here munching on kale and there was just (laughs) big pieces of kale in it. And I was like, this is like a vegetable (laughs) fart. It was like, I just feel like a vegetable just farted on me. It's just gross. So yeah, that's my story. Agape. So today's podcast is presented to you by Agape. (laughs) Free promo. They don't even know. The, uh... I appreciate the vulnerability. And yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us that I know we connected around this in 2020, it's just like you couldn't go to the gym and all that stuff shut down and you wake up and and you feel like I've got to make sure things are taken care of. The world's on fire. It's 5 a.m. Let's go. And then you look up and you've sat all day. It's it's just so easy to do. And, and props to you because I know you're the kind of person who who tries to reinvent and get back mm-hmm. on it and yeah, we, I think we've all been there and can relate. What for you right now, would you say you think about like where the, where the people that are out there trying to make a change in their life and you know where things are at, generally speaking in the culture, people are kind of toasty. What would you say to encourage them if there is something in their life or leadership where they're trying to, to get back on the horse and make that change? Mm. I think my biggest thing is like not numbing over it or pushing it back and actually like sitting with the pain for for a minute i feel like that is like the biggest thing that people the biggest thing that stops people from getting back on the horse or moving forward with something is and i know this was like totally the church culture that i grew up in was just like stuff it down don't look at it don't deal with it move on with it and it's always there or you always continue in the same rut and it's okay to feel like jacked up by something and cry mm. and like, and kind of just like, let it go. Of like, this is effed up and the spot where I'm at is not good. And you know what? I'm just going to sit in that for a minute and then make the decision from there to be like, okay, I felt my feelings. Mm. Let's, let's move. Let's move this thing forward. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to not stay stuck because sometimes stuck is easier than the pain of pushing forward. Yeah, man. Thank you. I mean, I know that that's just such an honest thing for people wherever they are. And we need more of that encouragement because we start to beat ourselves up. Well, I'm not the person I thought I was because I didn't get it done today. 
And we all have those days. We all have those moments. No one is perfectly motivated every day. We're we're continually advancing. And I think what's fun about this today is like there's a few people that I'm um, that were on the podcast the last time I did a set of interviews, which was like five years ago. It's crazy. And so to to know like you have kept on the path of exactly what you just described. I'm not going to numb out. I'm going to lean in. I'm going to pay attention to what's happening. I'm going to let myself go through that. And there's so much human experience that's happening for people and they're absorbing so much. What do you do as a leader right now to like try to get the best from your team and, and not, you know, use self-care as a way of creating a dysfunctional environment, but also make space for them to be where they are? You know, it doesn't have to be polished or perfectly thought out, but what are you doing right now to care for for your team that way? Yeah, I think like based off of my experience, if you have the right people on the team, giving them the space to self-correct um, and almost like to what some leaders would say you're, you're getting involved too late or they would jump on it really fast with the right people, the right team, that self-correction happens because it's like they know as a, like a culture, the organization and the rest of my team is up here and I'm back here and I, I know it and I feel it. And just kind of like really a lot of times with our team don't have to say much. It's just like all of a sudden it'll be like, hey, like I I'm feeling this and I I did this and I'm going to make this change and we're going to go. And I'm like, dope. Thank you, one, for acknowledging that, realizing that moving on and let's rock and roll. And that just creates like a really transparent culture where there is, I mean, to use your words, there's no proving, there's no hiding. It's like, here's where we are. Life is crazy. Things happen. Your home life will bleed into your work life and vice versa and, and all of that. And it ebbs and flows. And so just being able to, you know, give them a safe space to be like, you can screw up here and not get yelled at. We'll figure it out together. Yeah. But I think it, it definitely goes back. Like if you don't have the right team in place, those things don't work. That completely falls apart. So like the, the people piece, I mean, that's everything. When for you, do, and if you may not remember a time, was there a light bulb that went off or was it gradual where you, you really were like, I want to be a good human. I want to develop. I want to get better. I want to help people get better. Um, is there a time you look back and you can see some awareness light bulb go off or is it something that, yeah, you just, you look at today and you're like, no, I, I don't remember not being this way. I think it was, I mean, I had the, we could have like a five hour podcast <laughs> on my bad church experiences, <laughs> but, um, really like after having two back to back bad experiences with abusive pastors, like it was kind of like time to just like look inward. And I think that I had been spoon fed my faith spoon fed 
what I thought was like my character, my personality, my like all that, or I had to tone down certain areas. And it was kind of just got to this point where it was just like, what do I really think? What do I really believe? And how can I become what I know I need to become, I guess, just like shift those parts of me where I get in my own way and kind of move past them. Um, and it's been painful. It was painful to like, look at that. I always use that example of like when, so at discovery church, when I met you, it was like, I had let everybody else build this house that was me and my faith and my all of that. Like I looked around sitting in the living room of this house and couldn't recognize like I didn't put that couch there. I didn't paint the walls that color. I didn't put up that wallpaper and like just stripping it down to the studs and going, what do I want this to be? And, and who do I want to become and who, what kind of dad, what kind of husband do I want to be? All of that. And from there, it was just like, you know, baby steps of uh, lots of cleaning out, but like, just like slowly, but surely working on all of those things. Dude, thank you for the vulnerability. And for those listening, just to give context, when Ryan talks about these experiences, he was a he was one of the main leaders in these contexts on staff. That was his job. So not just a little bit of exposure on Sunday to the dysfunction, but all week long. And yeah, that was a galvanizing experience. And it's powerful to hear what you took from it. Okay, so when you think about yourself like this house, and I didn't put that couch there. Uh, what's something that you go, man, I like this about being me. I enjoy this about who I am. I think something that I have maintained is like definitely this like sense of optimism. Like I don't ever really feel stuck. I will feel frustrated with circumstances, but it's just like, and I think you've known me long enough that it's like, okay, well that didn't work. Like pivot here, move here. Like, and I think that that's I, like my <laughs> my wife protects me uh, because she understands that about me that I'm just kind of like uh, positive to a fault and and trusting to a fault. So it's good to have somebody in my life that will like look out for me in that way. But I think that that's something that has gotten me to like where I'm at, just the, the network that I have, the connections that I have is just like, Hey, if it's mine, it's yours. Like we're going to figure this thing out together. And if that doesn't work, we'll find another way to, to move things forward. And that's why, like, I think through, we grew through the pandemic because of that. I think that you and I had a conversation was like people who are smart are making moves right now where everybody's cutting back. A lot of people are pushing forward. And I think that ground as the pandemic kind of like is, is tapering off, not out of it yet, but like tapering off is like people are having to rebuild uh, everything. Uh, and we're a mile ahead of, of where we could have been if I would have 
put, taking my foot off the gas. So, yeah, that's awesome. And your wife does keep people straight because uh, she go kill us. She gonna kill me. Uh, one day, randomly, I was I was Chris. driving out the country a little bit fur, farther from our house, and I, I did my. It was all my wrong. Didn't have my turn signal on and turned, and she didn't know it was me. And man, she was setting me straight. Woo! It was so fun, so funny. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I I look at I, I look at it like almost those that have been in business for a while, you know, you know, 2008 was this total reorientation, that time period for a lot of businesses. And then you kind of had this growth and then boom, COVID wave and all the craziness the last couple of years. And I think now what's about to hit possibly is this, this longer term financial wave and, and, and be bigger. And so, you know, it's like, we got to be vigilant, but not stressed about it. Um, and yeah, your strength shows up there so much. Where right now are the edges of your curiosity, you know, being peaked? It might not be in relationship to business. It might be in personal growth or, or some other field. Uh, but you're like, man, I'm, I'm really enjoying learning about this or I'd like to explore this more. Is this where we can talk about psychedelics? <laughs> <laughs> and cut this part. <laughs> so this is something you're getting interested in. Yeah, like really, I mean, for me, it's it's nothing crazy right now. Like, so I've just, I mean, like, so D8, D10, like those things that are, they're legal in 47 states or 48 states amazing as a tool especially growing up like straight edge kid in a, a charismatic church like didn't couldn't even think about doing any sort of drug or stay away from weed uh, okay so here's what's really funny i have this story that the the one time in Youngstown, I was at Frank Ole Middle School, fifth grade. I was offered angel dust oh, dang. in my That's gym like class. Another so like, <laughs> yeah, like PCP. Yeah, yeah. So like fifth, yeah, fifth grade. So like, if I start to say, so if if any conversation starts to go towards like drugs or something with my wife, I'd be like, well, you know in fifth grade and as soon as i say that she's just like here it comes because it's like it's always like my drug talk with my kids like i'll be like you know in fifth grade i was offered um but so i never really touched anything like that but it is so cool to read about it and to read about how microdosing and mushrooms and like all these like psilocybin the effect that it can have on depression and anxiety for six months like at like one trip does that versus anxiety to pill, pills every day and like so even just d8 for me is like a way to disconnect my brain in a really really great way like so i think that as a business owner as a dad as a husband like all the roles all the hats um all the things that we're trying to do 
to get to a space where it's like, Hey, for a couple hours, it's just like, boop. Like I am a dandelion in a field somewhere. And <laughs> like, that's, it's awesome. And I think that, um, that's been something that's just been fascinating me lately. Uh, and I've been reading about it. There's some great, there's a great, um, Netflix documentary that I watched about ergot and like all the different like things. I'm like, Oh, this is fascinating. My wife's terrified that like the FBI is going to like drop through like the ceiling with like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, we're using D eight. It's like, you can buy it online and it's perfectly legal. Like stop. So, Wow. So it's fascinating to hear because I think the culture is shifting so much around this conversation and, and it's going to work out the edges of it. And, and you're a person yeah. who, who is thoughtful and careful and takes the steps in a, in a wise way, I know. Uh, but at the same time, you're not limited by, you know, what other people are saying. You're, you're trying to learn for yourself. So thanks for the vulnerability. What for yeah. you do you... You know, because I know a lot of the listeners that have been through Figure That Shift Out get encouragement just hearing people's stories. What for you do you still, you know, use the most or or shows up the most with the least amount of effort from the work that you did going through Figure That Shift Out? It's the pause. <laughs> like, so being able to in those really intense moments, the really hurtful moments, the really scary moments rather than an immediate reaction, just like, like I'm going to like literally in my mind can stop and go to a safe space and like, look at the situation objectively and be like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I acting this way? Why am I afraid of what's happening? Where is there a lie that I am uh, letting like, you know, take root in my brain here, that something that's not actually happening. And so that, that ability to pause and almost zoom out has been invaluable. It's been so awesome. Um, even talking, like, I'll tell you what, like I've, I've been able to help my kids with that. So like, uh, passing that on, not even in a way like mm -hmm. using um, like uh, all the terminology yeah. from site shift or anything like that, but just trying to in, in vocabulary, they would understand Britain is having like a moment be like, Hey, here's what I do. Um, and watching them like, Hey, that actually worked. Like that's pretty sick. So I really, the, the pause and being able to zoom out and um, kind of like question myself and see like why, Am I getting worked up over something? I use it every day. <laughs> Dude, that's incredible. And and props to you to be the person who does the work, who leans in and gets that. And I love to hear about the way, yeah, you're just meeting them where they are with their vocabulary. Because once you relax into these skills, you know, the return continues. Um, makes me sad that because we're going to keep jamming after uh that the episode is is so short because i know both of us uh, are gonna have to split but dude thank you for being here and and sharing and for those that want more you know this is something that i get to say with a lot of joy and passion uh so much that you would see or touch or feel or hear with sight shift ryan and brave little beast have shaped designed had an impact in 
Um, and, and, you know, I know when I have a project, boom, where I'm headed, uh, and, and continue to amaze at even how you'll talk about things that have solved problems that I can't find solved anywhere else. So if people did want to interact, uh, check you out, possibly work with you, what's the best place they could go to? Yeah, uh, just bravelittlebeast.com. Uh, you'll be able to kind of see the work that we have done, uh, case studies, all of that, uh, and read more about the Brand Magic Workshop. Um, there's a little link in there too. Like if you just want to connect and kind of, even if it's over like a digital coffee, uh, love hearing from people doing awesome stuff. Uh, that is how some of my best client relationships have started with not really a, a direct purpose to them but it turns into something that I can help them uh, with what I've learned. So, yeah. Dude, awesome. BraveLittleBeast.com. Thanks for being here, my friend, and sharing so vulnerably. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being here. You know that self-leadership is difficult. And as you listened, if you found within yourself a desire for more awareness for yourself, your team, or your culture, or the people that you would guide as a coach. You can find more at SightShift.com, S-I-G-H-T Shift.com to take the next step.